What's up, Mavs Mastermind? What's up, man? Hey, what's up, man? Uh, you of course you want to talk about some Mavericks basketball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, uh, like it doesn't have to be just Mavs. I was trying to tell you that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. We can talk about other things in the league. Yeah, okay. I don't want to keep you all restricted. No, no, that's good too. But um, of course, right now we're gonna start with the Mavericks. Um, so of course you you already know about me how me and my dad in a in a other podcast about how we talk about our Wolf and how the Mavericks are interested in him. So, yeah. what are your thoughts about us getting him or not getting him? Well, um, you know, thirty-four years old, four-year, one, one hundred and twelve million dollar contract for somebody mm-hmm. that averages fourteen points, seven rebounds, and four assists. It's like I'm not really that keen on him. I mean, yeah. I know he's like kind of like your dad was saying. Uh, he's kind of that dude that we kind of need. He kind of reminds you of Tyson Chandler and what he did for us. But um, we do need somebody like him, but I feel like we could get somebody like Vucevic for way less. Um, basically, twenty Vucevic is averaging 21 points, 12 rebounds, 4 assists. Yep. So I feel like he's just a younger, better version of Al Horford. Um, but, yeah, I bet – I think Al Horford's a better leader in that sense, but I think Vucevic isn't going to be the leader if he comes to the Mavs. So, yeah. Yeah, but, like – but like when it comes to Vucevic, like you say, he's a younger, better version of him. Then he can do everything I hope he could do with his, but just younger, and and have just more points. But um, he he don't need to be the the main leader on, on that team. Exactly. But, yeah, pussy. I think it's always Pazinga or Luca. Well, I know can can carry the load, and, and if we bring in Vucevic or you know, any type of um big fish, big man out there. We can have one of the best front courts in the league. Then have Luca, one of the best point forwards already in the league. Then that would think it'd be a skate big three to make it to the top five. When when are the top five seeds of the NBA? That would they be scary. Yeah, um, when it comes to free agents, my top priorities is a big man and honestly, just Patrick Beverly, dude. We need somebody yeah. that has his attitude and his kind of like way because we we haven't had somebody like him in a long time. No, since, you're right. Since um, probably like Samuel Dallamare, so, like somebody. Yeah, since, so yeah, someone. I'm a him, Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I just feel like we need a big man and then somebody that can play defense. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's basically <laughs> that's that's about it. Like um, my dad was talking about how he's a three and D player, but like I I think I think he's one of them. Just uh, I think he's the best guard defender in the league. Me too. Like, yeah, but if he if he got to wide open shot, Koi's gonna shoot it. He's most like gonna hit it too. But, yeah, he's, he can definitely hit it. It's not yeah. like he's a Ben Simmons. Yeah, he can't shoot at all. And but like, but I, I think that's how the Mavericks should could um should um take this step into free agency and go for uh, like of course of course we go for big fish ever since the Mavericks been established, but we haven't been able to get them a lot most of the time. I don't know why. If they get just from the Lakers, Knicks, Nets, from the big market teams, they yeah. they don't want to come to Dallas and get something done. Because Dallas, Dallas is one of the very, very good core teams if you add one more person to it. That's why they could be a very good young core with Lucy Fisher. You could say probably Kemba. Kemba's not young, but, but he's so 28 in, in his prime right now. Now, that right there will be very, very good right there. Now, Luca, like, like my dad said, and I, and I agree with him too. Now, right there will be two main ball handlers 
that that, that Luca won't have to take it up to court every single mm-hmm. time. And after we still got Jalen Brunson coming off the bench too. Yeah, for sure. Um, I feel like it could cause some problems. Um, but I feel like Rick Carlock and, and the coaching staff can probably find a way to make it work with them too. Um, yeah, we can. Yeah, that's. I don't know. Like personally, I think you could keep it safe. I, like I'm a big fan of Kemba. Obviously, that dude can score the ball. But I feel like if you have too many scores, it can be an issue sometimes. So. On defense, especially. Exactly. It can be a bunch of good sense. For the Mavericks, if I was the Mavericks, I would trade away Courtney Lee and Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, you need them. to get rid of Courtney Lee's contract. It's, it's very. It's like twelve million. Something yeah, like that. Like, yeah, he's, he's not even that good. He don't even play most of the nights. Yeah, like, cause like, he, like, if you release Courtney Lee, don't you like um, you don't you like release that cap? So it means you have it, the cap, then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but that, that's really what we should do because you got plenty of veterans come off the bench. You could easily do better than Courtney Lee, who's not making that much money. Yeah, definitely. Easily, like JJ Boy, JJ Boy. I can't wait till JJ Boy comes back. Since you can JJ Boy, uh, he was. He he was actually could have been a candidate for six man a year. I was actually yeah, I was actually wanting to talk about this. Um, I was yeah. gonna make a post about it, but when I'm talking about lots about like talking to my friends and stuff, it's like okay, when you're thinking of six men, it's like Dennis Schroeder is probably like your second. Lou Will's always like the first, you know. Yeah. But uh, and then it goes like Dennis Schroeder. But I was looking at the stats and JJ is averaging like f- maybe five less points, but on like it, everything else is the same, but like five less points. With like he has like ten, fifteen more minutes per game, so I feel like if they had the similar amount of minutes, JJ could be in the race. But of course, he got injured. But um, yeah, I feel like if he didn't get injured, he's a very good player. Um, I, I'm really glad he's coming back. And yeah, yeah, with um, JJ Boy coming back, that could be another piece coming off the bench too. Probably even starting potentially if he, if they get Kimber Walker or Patrick Beverly. Yeah, if we but, need him to, then yeah. You could definitely start. Yeah, definitely start. But um, but like if we if we able to pull off, uh, what's the name? Kemba Walker or Patrick Beverly? Patrick Beverly is going to have to come off the bench. Then then Luca is going to have to win the the two, and then that means what's the name? Um, Dwayne Bay Smith could possibly win the with the one to three or Tim Hardaway Jr. Because mm-hmm. in this case, if we have Kemba and then Patrick Beverly, look at backcourt. Coming off the bench, Jalen Butson and uh, J.J. Boyer, them with those are two guys that under six two. That's a very very small backcourt, especially especially shooter guards nowadays who are like six 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 seven. Niggas just back them down every single time and then shoot the J over them every single time. So that means that we you gotta take that into consideration too when we're looking at players like Patrick Beverly and stuff like that. We still got J.J. Boyer and Jalen Butson. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. Like players, like you, you kind of know. Like JJ Barea kind of showed, like size doesn't mean everything. So it's like, J- I feel like Jalen Brunson could run the two, but he could be, I don't know, very limited when it came to it. But yeah, but I feel like Jalen Brunson isn't the worst on defense. Um, personally, yeah. like watching him play. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like it could work if he ran the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could easy work out. Like, like I, like you just said, size doesn't mean anything but size. It is a factor, but but it's but yeah, it's, it's not a big factor though. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Let's, let's move, move on to the next topic. 
Oh, with us talking about Kemba Walker, how he could possibly go to the Mavericks, Patrick Beverly, Jalen Brunson, not Jay Brunson. He's already on the Mavericks. But with, with big creators <laughs> that the Mavericks are going for. In this case, if we got Kemba Walker, Luca, Pazingas, where, where do you think we would end up in the, in the, in the conference for, for the standings? Dude, you know, it's like, you know, your bias starts to come in when you like hear about this kind of stuff, but it's like, I want to say three, four, or five. Even three. Yeah. I I honestly believe it. We have Luca, which is already averaging what twenty eight and six. Yeah. Kristaps yeah. coming off of one of his best, or he was the year before, was having a great season. I don't know if he will be a hundred percent, but if he's at a hundred percent, and we get a free agent like Patrick Beverly, and then maybe add in a Chris Middleton, I could definitely see us being a three or four seed for sure. Ooh, oh, Chris Milton, that would even make it better. That would make yeah. it better. Then we have Pat Beverly, Luca, Chris, not Chris Stiles, Um, We got Milton at the three. Then we, then we got uh, Pazingas at the four or five. Like, I would think we should win the five because he, he, he's not going to be as a flag any super tall. Mm. So he's going to win the five. Then we could win Dwight Powell at the four. That's easy right there. Or you could switch it around to put Dwight at the at the center and Kristoff at the floor. It don't really matter. Yeah, yeah, like like either way, it'd be fine. Both of them would shoot. Then that means the whole time team is filled with shooters. That right there would be very, very nice. Yeah, I forgot about Chris Middleton too because he's he's a sleeper he's free agency. One of my favorites. I'm actually a Texas A and M fan, and watching him play college basketball, mm-hmm. I just never would have thought he would have been as good as he is now. Yeah, I never thought he blew up because since he's always been. Uh, kind of a wall talent, everything yeah. coming into the league with um, it's always been a second option to Giannis and and then that's Giannis um perfect, perfect. I, I'm not gonna say psychic, but he's the perfect second option for him. Um, for Giannis, yeah, I, I think he is pretty good too. Now, um, that was gonna move. I know everyone's getting tired. Talk talk about the Mavericks because I know everyone is going to this podcast and not Mavericks fans. Yeah, but um, besides that. Of the big free agents like Kevin Durant, Kawhi, Kyrie, uh, even Tobias Harris is in at Kemba to that too. Where do you think? Okay, I'm gonna start from the top to the bottom. Where do you think Kevin Durant's gonna go? Hmm. I think he's gonna. I think he might go to the Nets. To be honest, I feel like that's where. Yep. I feel like I could see D'Angelo Russell re signing with the Nets and then him going, and that would be a really fun team to watch. So. That's where I hope what hope happen what I hope happens. Now, this right here is a very very tough tough subject right here because he's personally he he has a chance to stay with the Warriors and to, I think it's not gonna I think it's a big a big, a big chance is gonna happen. But um, if he goes to the to the Knicks, like Knicks, because the Knicks have been having a lot of conversation about about picking up Kevin Durant. Zion, Kyrie, and everything. Zion didn't work out, but he got RJ Bear. But in this case, if I was the next, I would I would back out by getting Kevin Durant because you already got a very good forward and RJ Barrett who can do everything Kevin Durant do. He's not as tall as ugly, a, a better defender than him, and of course not as skinny at him as him. So if I was the next, I'd back out of that. And like you said, if he... okay, this is just a little a little thing I saw on Instagram. It said. It said the Nets were talking to Kyrie and said, if if, if Kyrie's going to bring, it's going to go to the Nets. You know, the Nets, of course, got to get rid of Delangelo Russell because that's not going to work out. Yeah. Because if, yeah, if Kyrie goes to the Nets, 
then then I think the Nets will talk about you gotta be KD because they got money for two mass contracts now, and that's why they'll be very impressive. Kyrie, like even if the Nets don't make the playoffs this kind of season, and they have Kyrie, then they have Durant, but Durant's injured. Kyrie could be expecting. I said, okay, I we we make the playoffs, but this coming up season is gonna be our season, and then you have one of the best duos in the league because it's, if if Durant if Curry worked out. For sure, Dwayne and Kyrie are gonna work out if this happens. Yeah, um, like yeah, like you said, it wouldn't work out if D'Angelo Russell would have to. Where do you think D'Angelo Russell is gonna go? Do you think he's gonna resign? Or I was seeing a lot of things of him going to the Lakers. What do you think? Yeah, that's exactly what I was gonna say. I think I think he'll go back to the Lakers. I think he'll go back to the Lakers. That'd be very uh, interesting yeah. for sure. Yeah, they have D'Angelo Russell, LeBron, Kuzma, Anthony Davis. Because cause Ninja Russell, he's a good facilitator, but he's not, that's, of course, that's not his first um option. He's not the good of a defender. I, after, out of all the Nets games, I, all the Nets games I've seen, what I've seen, he's not a good defender. He, he's mainly a scorer. To me, he's he's a Devin Booker type of player, just mainly scoring. Barely, is, I think, because if I look up the stats, I think for me, I barely be be able to see that he averages over like uh, what's called again, like um five, like five assists a game. Yeah. And then, and then I think he doesn't average over five assists a game because if you go over to his stats right now, it shows that he averages. Let me see. He averages. No, he does average. He just averaged five assists a game. Now, if you if you're the point guard on the team, I think it's just 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 my opinion right here. I think you need to average six or seven assists. If you're a starting you point guard on a team, yeah. I feel like you need to. Yeah, I feel like that's a good. Yeah, point. you need to be the facility. Especially an all star, you got. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because since when you're a point guard and you six five six six, like I, I, I I'm not saying that you should be a Jason Kidd and John Stott to be averaging fifteen. 15 cents a game, but come on, man. You do like you're bigging the ball up the court every single possession and supposed to be facilitating the court, finding open people, not just trying to score. Like, score should, and of course, scoring should also be the option, but scoring should always be the second option, especially as a point guard. Any other position, that's the main option. The point guard is the, is the second most important position in the game right now. That's what I think. The best, the most important position. Is the the center position because you you can legit have uh what's called again you can have Magic Michael Jordan LeBron then Doug Nowitzki at the four if you got Javale McGee at the five you you're not gonna do that good is what I think because I think the five is the most important position defense and rebounding mm-hmm. and um. We could we could move over to the next to the next free agent. Now we're gonna move over to the other big dog who just who just won the Finals MVP and Kawhi Leonard. Where where do you think he's gonna go? I kind of want to go with my gut and say he's gonna stay, but dude, it's like you never know what's going on in Kawhi's head. Obviously, the man is a, just doesn't talk really. I mean, I feel like after I feel like after the finals, he kind of started to talk a little more. Yeah, but um. Yeah, just you still can't get into his head, dude. You don't know what he's thinking, but um, I just don't. I just, I personally just cannot see him in a Clippers jersey, even though that's probably not like what a lot of people think. But I feel like he's gonna resign. 
Um, but the weak signing part, I think the weak signing part is a very, very um, high percentage of that happening. But I think the Lakers are very, very good um, contender for them. I, I don't think the Nets are a contender right all because they got Kawhi Leonard and who else? No one. They got nothing else. That's like the 20, that's like the 2017 LeBron team of the Cavs. They got, they they they, they actually have Kyrie, nah, 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 don't, they don't have Kyrie or Kevin Love by this time. Um, they have, no, no, they do have Kevin Love, but, you know, he was injured. They got LeBron James, then J.R. Smith is their second best player. Like, really, that team is really going to win the championship? No, it's not going to happen. So I think Kawhi should, should have his main priority with the Lakers and the Raptors. And think about it, because you can't forget, the Raptors really have no one out there as a big free agent besides Kawhi Leonard. And this team just won in six. Against against the defending go well, they used to be um defending defending champs when the Golden State Warriors, or you or you could stay with that team, or or you could go over to the Los Angeles Lakers and have another um super team in in the in um in the with the Lakers with you uh, the best the second best two player in the league in my opinion. A lot of people are not, not going to give it that. In my opinion, in my opinion, the second best two player in the league. LeBron James, the best player in the league. And Anthony Davis, arguably the best center in the league. That right there would be very, very dangerous. Yeah. Um, big things got defense and especially offense. Yeah, like you said, like they don't really have any other big free agents. Um, I think Danny Green, correct me if I'm wrong, is a free agent. But um You say you said Danny Green? Yeah. Yeah, he he is a free agent. Yeah. Um I would personally take him. He's a great spot up shooter, but um, like you said, it's like they don't really like they. You said they were, they were like the Cavs whenever LeBron was on their team and Kevin Love was injured. Um, but I feel like the thing with them is like the Warriors don't have didn't have too much depth. You know, like their bench wasn't very good. I feel like the Raptors bench had their bench beat by like it was insane. Like by like a mile by a mile. Like Van Vliet, you know where I feel like once he once free agent when once he becomes a free agent, he's gonna get a big deal. Um, I feel like on other teams he could be a starting point guard, Danny or Danny Green's a starter actually. But just like all these other players, um, Norman Powell is a very good one. Um, but yeah, it's like I don't think Looney and Looney's actually a starter, but Quinn Cook, I don't really see much in him to be like a very good player. Sean Livingston, old Sean Livingston, I I don't really see much in him. Um. McKinney, like, <laughs> it's just like I don't really see that. That's where that's why I think the finals kind of came to a close. Is just what team had the most depth? Yeah, with Sean Livingston, the man can't shoot threes. He can shoot mid ranges, and I watch every single minute, not every single minute, but I see most of the minutes of every single finals game of this year, and he did not hit a, anything. The only thing he got was wide open lamps and wide open dunks. And Quinn Cook, spot up shooter, and he and when he's he he's he, he's not the type of person that's taking up the court as yeah, it's like what screen shoot the three. He got to he got to be it, and um he he got to have he, he he can't have the ball to go over the screen and then pull up like it just be a spot up shooter. That's that's what I think Quinn Cook should be. It's like uh, what he whole tight um... game to that because I, I think he's just a very very good shooter. Just take it all, go pick the all I think he is. Yeah, it's like what happened in Game Five is like Quinn Cook literally went zero for five, like, and he didn't come back. Yeah, it makes no sense. I just 
just like that's where it came down to is like you know Warriors had the better starting lineup obviously, but it's like mm-hmm. the team that could play the best together and had the most depth won that like won that series. So um, I feel like even if Kawhi leaves, they could still be a very good team. But um, yeah, hopefully he resigns. Yeah, and um, I'm gonna ask you a quick question, real quick. Um, so if you think Clay Thompson and Kevin Durant play in that whole entire series, especially if Clay Thompson, especially if Clay Thompson didn't get injured in Game Six, do you think the Warriors would would have won the series? <laughs> I like how you said Game Six. Um, they were obviously he had thirty points going into the fourth quarter. Um, yep. and he got injured, so we could make the assumption that they were going to win that game, but um, yeah, I'd have to agree, dude. The Warriors were going to win that series if they are all healthy, but you know, it's a part of the game, and you kind of have to live with it, so. Yeah, of course, the injury bug is going to get them. It's going to get any team. The injury bug is every single team. It's always going to get a different team. Every single finals, every single playoffs, every single year, that's what the injury bug is going to do. Injury bug is a bad person. I can't stand the injury bug, Especially when it comes to football, but I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that right now. Yeah, it's but, what um, it comes back to is like, say the players get injured. It's like they started they started to have to play McKinney and Quinn Cook and players like that. It's like they couldn't Sean Livingston. It's like they don't have that much depth, and that's what happens when you get a great player that gets injured. Who you got to put in? You know. So I know, yeah, true. Because since imagine if um, Kobe got injured, he could put in Quinn Cook to lead <laughs> they the team. Would be done for it. It wouldn't like even be. Wouldn't it be a game? Yeah, wouldn't it be a chance that he could put Iggy at point guard next? Man, <laughs> the Wood, the Wood, the Woods lost by like forty points every single game. But like, um, again, the finals are over, been over, old news but still hot news. The way the Raptors won, got the first championship, and I think me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about uh, bigging up my dad so much, even though he's not in his podcast. <laughs> but he he compared this series right here, the Raptors and the Warriors, to the 2011 Mavericks and 2011 Heat. And in this case, this is a very, very good comparison. The Warriors are the super team like the 2011 Heat, LeBron James, Draymond, Chris Bosh. In the Warriors' case, um, Curry, Clay, Draymond, and one game of, of Durant, that was the super team. Underdogs, Tawano. Tawano had one superstar and a bunch of good role players. Bissiakam, Kyle Lowry, and uh, what's his name? Marcus Song. In this case, Toy Lever Mavericks. Dirk Nowitzki, a bunch of very, 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 very good um, role, uh, role players who are veterans, who are super hungry for mm-hmm. a championship, and are very, very good at what they do. In this case, Tyson Chandler. Good catch on lobs, good defender. Jason Terry, the Jet. Shoot these like crazy. In this case, J.J. Boyer, very good facilitator. Can score two, but scores is a second option. If facilitating is the first option in this case. But I love it. I love it. I think that's the perfect um, the perfect um, comparison when it comes to that um, finals right there. And I wouldn't know what are your thoughts about that right there. I mean, I love thinking about that time, but it, I feel like it's even better than that. I feel like even the Toronto team was almost a better – we're looking, like, as a better team than the 2011 Mavericks. Um, but, yeah, we have a we have a really – I wouldn't call washed, but, like, out of his prime, Jason Kidd. We have – Sean Marion was, I would say, out of his prime. I, I can't really – I don't really know. I think he was kind of still in it. But, 
you have like Brent. He's kind. He's kind of. He's kind of like at the end of it though. Yeah, yeah. Like he could still do his thing and defend. Defend. I think he defended uh, LeBron James that whole series. But um, yeah. Um, like you said, like I said, um, or uh, I was watching stuff like before on how Jason Terry really ripped LeBron James that series, and that was why like. LeBron gets questioned as the GOAT is because he literally couldn't defend Jason Terry in that series. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah, you got players like Brendan Haywood. And I don't even know if you know who that is. I barely know who that is. Yeah, I, I do know who he is. He was a, he was a center for us back, yeah, in, the, yeah. back in the 2011 um, championship. It's like you have, like you said, role players, and that's what it kind of takes to win a team against a, against a really stacked team. Yeah, but not yeah, but not only role players, very good role players. That that's what leads you to championships right there. Yeah. And um, you do do you got any other subject to talk about? You got anything specific to talk about, or is that it? Um, I kind of want to talk about the uh the uh draft a little bit. The draft, yeah, yeah. I forgot, I forgot all about the draft. <laughs> and uh, speaking of the draft, of course, one, two, three. Zion, Jamalin, RJ Bears get out of the way. We already know that Zion gonna be beast, Jamalin's gonna be beast, RJ Bears gonna be be a beast. That's what I think automatically. Yeah. Now, what are your thoughts about every single one in players? Yeah, Zion, he literally has the most potential out of a first rounders, or, or I mean, a first pick since LeBron. Honestly, he has like that most potential. Um. Yeah. Jamalin, then has, um, I feel like we'll have the second best career out of anybody in this draft. Or even first, in my opinion, um, mm-hmm. uh, Zion is he's kind of my one or two. Him and Ja, RJ, I feel like we'll have that pretty good, like pretty. He'll be like the John Wall type of player. I feel like I feel like he'll that will be his career. Um, being a really good slasher, he can shoot. Um, but yeah, that's what I think about them. I, they're gonna be they're gonna have good careers for sure. And um, also I saw some quick. Again on Instagram, about how um about how do a couple of um um steals. Of course, all of us know with the Cam Reddish going to the Atlanta Hawks. Now, do you think the Atlanta Hawks have the chance to make a big winning in the playoffs this year? Because they picked him up, and they picked up who else? They had DeAndre Hunter. They had, yeah, they had DeJounte Hunter. Now they got Trey Young, Cam Wedge, the DeJounte Hunter, John Collins. and John Collins. Yeah. That was just vague. They're going to have a very good team. If not next season, the season after that, they could be a potential six or seven seed. I think they'll make the play. Actually, I don't even know. I don't want to put my opinion in too quick, but I feel like they have a chance to make the playoffs next season for sure. Especially yeah. Trey Young had a great uh, rookie season. Um, Cam Reddish has a lot of potential. I feel like he was a big sleeper in the draft. Um, DeAndre Hunter, they were comparing him to Kawhi Leonard. And, um, yeah, I feel like they they definitely have a lot of potential. And, you know, John Collins played very well. So, yeah. Yeah. And um, another still in the draft was all of us know the son of Manupo. No, no, Let, let's um, back it up a little bit. Let's go all the way to the a couple, I think it was a couple picks, 10 or 15 picks before Bobo. It was Nazir Little that got picked in the second round. I think was the the second biggest steal in the whole entire draft going to the Portland Trailblazers to go help with Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum and Yusuf Nokic. Now, what, what do you think about that Nazir Little pick? 
I think that is definitely a steal. Um, like when you look at an NBA player, you think like, wow, like who do you think is gonna have the better career? You just kind of think of somebody that's built like him. Um, like I know he didn't he, he got injured. That's why his draft stock kind of went down. Um, yeah. But uh, he he was a great player when he did play, and I think he's definitely gonna he's definitely gonna make an impact straight away. He will. I think I could think he, I think he'd average about fifteen and seven. Um, his rookie season. But, yeah. And uh, I always know that Nassau Little is uh, one of the more better perimeter defenders in the whole entire draft. And um, he's, he, he's, a, he's a good scorer. Um, he, he's for sure not an elite scorer, but he's a good scorer, like you said, with the injury. Draft, draft stock down. Like like with the other player named Bobo, the son of a new bow, 773. He, he can handle the ball, dribble the ball. Um, so it's the exact same thing. And you can shoot threes like crazy. He's a sharpshooter at 7-3. Reminds me of Pazingas. Uh-huh. Um, and right there, I think the Nuggets, the Nuggets team is going to be great next year. I think the team could be up there with the, with the, with the contenders to win the whole entire thing. I know, I know it's foot injury. My Michael Paul Jr.'s back injury. I'm not sure. About him. And his rookie or Bobo's going to be the same. But I'm pretty sure that he's. I, I I'm not sure if he even play. Will, will he even play in his rookie season? What do you think? Oh, Bobo will Bobo play in his rookie season? Hmm. Oh, I think he'll definitely get some minutes. Um, I was just you know I, I know you, you and a lot of other people were probably thinking like, come on, Mavs, like just take a chance on Bobo. Yeah, that's the same thing I was thinking. It's like you. It's like you kind of have to. It's like you see this dude being a beast for Oregon um god knows what they would have done in March Madness if they had him um but yeah uh, I, I think he might even be a starter um it depends on what happens um him and Jokic imagine that duo that'd be a fun duo to watch um but yeah like when you're talking about teams with role players like the Nuggets just come to mind it's like Malik Beasley um Gary Harris just all these dudes they kinda... and, and, and the one thing about the Nuggets that they're all young too yeah, exactly. They, they they play well together. Jamal Murray, great player. Um, Gary Harris, great player. Um, they just all kind of complement each other. You know, Jokic, what he can do. Um, he's like one. He's one of my favorite players to watch. He's a great passer. Um, so I think, it, I, yeah, like you said, they could be a contender next year. But we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, with Jokic legit being a point center who brings the ball up the court. At seven foot and is able to dominate the game of basketball just like that and bringing it. I'm telling you, the Nuggets are gonna be the first or second seed. I'm telling. I'm telling y'all here, here on the on the podcast right here that the Nuggets are gonna be a first or second seed up there with the Lakers because since just think about this line. Just think about this line right here. We got Jamal Murray, amazing shooter, knockdown shooter, do everything right for you. Little soft on the defense, but do everything well for you. Gary Harris, good at everything. Michael Porter Jr., 6'10, could do the same size as Ben Simmons. Do everything Ben Simmons could do, but guess what? He has a jump shot. You could win. Let me see. Let's put Jokic at the four. Yep. Because since he's he's a couple inches yep. short, the, the person I'm about to bring up right here, and he could bring the ball up. And then you have Bobo. One of the everyone that, in that lineup is under 26 years old. I'm pretty, pretty sure everyone in that lineup is under 26 years old. And that one does very, very impressive. That's when you know 
you have a group of boys featured the whole entire league. Why the fun are you just staring at your wine in the eye? Yeah, I think the thing about Bobo when I watched him at Oregon, it was like he kind of looked lazy. It was like there would be a rebound right in front of him that he could get, but he was just going back on defense. And, like, there was a block he could have got, but he just kind of let it happen to save his energy. It's like – I just, like, I don't know. Again, the reason why he, dro- he dropped in the um, draft was because of his health and what it could happen, what could happen with it. But, um, yeah, it, it just depends on what happens and how he develops. So, yeah, I think he could be a starter next season, though. Yeah, I think he can easily be a starter. Um, being one of the best, um, younger stars in the whole entire league, um, as a position to be one of the best centers in the league, I think he's he's not he's not the tallest in, in the league. I think so, but I think he might be close up there too, <laughs> just like his dad. Yeah, you do know you know uh, Salah Mezri, so he's like seven yeah, three, right? He's like seven four, right? Yes. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, Salah's just giant, legit. But um, do you have anything you want to say um, about another subject or anything else? Uh, we could talk about Isaiah Roby and uh, yeah, yeah, with the Mavericks Isaiah Roby with our new pick. Yeah. Um, I've been looking at your Instagram. Make sure you y'all go follow me on Instagram, my Mavs Mastermind on Instagram. Get his um followers up. Get his followers up. Um, but um, like I've been I've been looking at your Instagram. You said. He's like a he's like a Dwight Powell, better defender, better uh, finisher, better dribbler, and a better rebounds. What you said, yeah. and um, I I looked at some of his highlights, and I I agree with you with that. He's like he, he every time he gets the a chance, he just dunks that ball. It, it, he reminds me so much of him, and you know, like Dwight Powell isn't the best like player that you could like want, but like Dwight Powell, I personally like him. I'm pretty glad he resigned and. Or that he's going to be re-signing, and um, yeah, I could I could definitely see him making an impact in his rookie season. Um, getting getting some minutes. It depends on if we sign a big man. Like I said in my post, um, if we do, then that will bring everybody back. It will bring Dwight Powell to the bench, or and then have uh, Kleba on the bench, and then Isaiah Roby will probably be in the G, uh, G League. So you never know. But um, we also got Josh Reeves, the undrafted player from Penn State. Mm-hmm. Um, senior from Penn State, and I was watching this dude's highlights, and he just – the more I watch him, the more I like him. Great player when he's playing that defense, and like like we were saying in this podcast, we need to get better players on the defensive end for this team. Um, He was in the passing lanes almost every play. Like all of his highlights were him getting the passing lanes, and he was the 2019 Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, and he had 250 career steals, which is second in school history. Wow. So, yeah, this dude, like, the more I watch him, the more I like him. I could definitely see him play. But, um, yeah, like we, like, um, like I said in my post, he we signed him to a two-way contract. So, yeah, he'll probably be the Daryl Macon of the team next season where he kind of plays some what. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, but, um, again, like, with Carlisle, I don't think he played them young guys a lot. Unless you were a top 15 pick, yeah, of course you're going to play it, but the Mavericks didn't have that with the Luka trade, and especially with the next trade with the next three years, I think. With the next three years, not after that first round pick, but that's all right. It don't matter. It's going to be in the late 20s because the Mavericks are going to be a top five seed in the West. we we going to make it to the to the semifinals, and I don't know what's going to happen after that. I don't know if we're going to surprise anyone makes it to the conference finals, 
but surprise they make the championship or the grand prize even win the championship next year. You don't know. You never know, dude. Yep. And um, do you have anything else to say? No, I think that's about it. I think we got everything. All right, guys. Um, that was as as if our podcast. Um, make sure y'all go check out his podcast and especially his Instagram. His Instagram is Mavs Mastermind. Make sure y'all y'all go check out. He be everything Mavs. Every single thing has breaking news and the lead that something to do with the Mavericks. He's gonna be he's gonna big it up to you the second it happens. I promise you, this man is a, is is like a reporter on the scene. Basically, and um, and make sure y'all um listen to his um other other podcast he made about a week or two ago. Um, his his um his podcast is called Mainstream Mavs Podcast. Make sure y'all look it up on the Anchor app or even on the Apple, Google, and Spotify app. And um, I'm Lil Chris too, and you are Mavs Mastermind. Yep, and uh, hey, yo, we out.